0: Welcome back holy crap Mets fans what a day today was this is literally what this whole episode is going to be about uh, major rest of major league baseball is pretty much at a standstill right now the Mets have gone out and acquired Francisco Lindor and Carlos Carrasco from the Cleveland Indians in exchange the Mets will be sending Cleveland Ahmed Rosario, Andres Jimenez and minor leaguers Josh Wolf and Isaiah Green. Wow, this was not at all something I was expecting to happen today, especially today, out of nowhere. You know, there wasn't even rumblings that something was happening or deals were getting close. And then all of a sudden, Jeff Passon tweets that the deal for Ahmed, the, of Francisco Lindor to the Mets is almost done, is all but done. And then Mets Twitter and baseball Twitter itself absolutely imploded. It was a crazy hour from about noon to like 1 of the trade going down. And wow. Wow, wow. That's all I really can say about it. This was a fantastic trade for the Mets to make. Uh, We get... So the Mets are going to get their shortstop and most likely he will be a free agent after the 2021 season. Most likely this trade allows the Met, will give the Mets the ability to sign him an extension. There's no way they trade him for a one year. He's no way he's a rental. The Mets are going to try and extend him like the similar to what the Dodgers did with Mookie Betts. Not for the same amount of money but they're most likely going to extend him at some point. Uh, maybe before the season goes. We don't know. Because there have been talks about them also extending Conforto and Noah Syndergaard. But you get Lindor at short, man in short. Then you also get Carlos Carrasco, who has one of the best comeback stories in sports. Battled leukemia, and he's back. He's also been one of the most consistent, reliable starters in the American League for quite some time. Usually hovers around a low 3 ERA, Typically. He's a three three seven, I believe, uh, career ERA. Great rotation depth for the Mets. Now you are looking at a rotation of Degrom, Stroman, Carrasco, uh, David Peterson, and Stephen Matz, most likely with Lugo and Gaselman being the long relievers, and then the back end of that bullpen being Trevor May, Familia, Edwin Diaz, Batansis. It's, it's very. Oh, my goodness. I was jumping off the walls today. The only reason I didn't record earlier is because I wanted to settle down a little bit. I was running. I was super excited. I still am. This is a fantastic trade. This is nothing but excitement brewing in Queens right now. And then you look at the infield from a position player standpoint. You add James McCann to do the catching. You're going to have an infield of... Alonzo at first, McNeil at second, Lindor at short, J.D. Davis at third, an outfield of, right now at least, of Lindor, or not Lindor, excuse me, Dom Smith in left, Brandon Nimmo in center, Michael Conforto in right, and most likely, if they do add Springer, you will have Conforto in right, Springer in center, and then Dom and Nimmo, a platoon of some sort, in left, this team is a scary-looking lineup. This is the most exciting Mets roster I think we've seen in a long time. And Anthony DeComo said it. He tweeted earlier today. He couldn't have said it better. He said, "Ever since," he said, "including 2015." Besides 2015, when the Mets won the pennant, he's he goes. I don't think I've ever seen Mets fans this excited about a team. And he is absolutely right. This team, from top to bottom. Is as best as the Mets have had in a long time. Mike Piazza said this team gives them 99 2000 vibes. If we remember, uh, they w- went to the World Series in 2000. It was the Subway Series against the Yankees, even though unfortunately they lost. It is unreal what Steve Cohen, Jared Porter, Sandy Allerson, and the boys have done so far. And they're still not done. They're still in on Springer, they're still the front runners for Springer. They can still very well land Trevor Bauer. They could still very well land someone like Brad Hand or Archie Bradley to solidify that bullpen. But my question is, does this move put them over the Braves? And does this move put them over San Diego? I think it definitely puts them over San Diego. I think it puts them neck and neck with Atlanta for the best team in the division. I really, As unbiased as I can, I really do think that this trade puts them neck and neck with Atlanta for the best team in the division, if the Mets stay put and the Braves stay put. If neither one of them make any more moves, I think the, these two are the two. They're going to be head-to-head all year in that division. But do this? does this move put them over the Dodgers? Because we all know the Dodgers are the team to beat, just like they are every year. They're the team to beat in the National League. Does this move put them over the Dodgers? I don't think so. If the Mets add Springer or Trevor Bauer, 100%, I believe in the bottom of my heart, as unbiased Mets fan as I can be, if the Mets add Springer or Trevor Bauer, they can go toe-to-toe with the Dodgers any day. All day, every day, they can go toe-to-toe with LA if they can land Springer or Bauer. If they land both of them, if somehow they're able to land both Springer and Bauer, the Mets are the team to beat in the National League in 2021. No question. If the Mets add George Springer in center field and they add Trevor Bauer in that rotation and do nothing else, they will be the team to beat in the National League. I do not doubt that for a second. That they will be the guys that everybody's looking up at. Now, obviously, they have to go out there and perform, but I have no, I have no doubt about it. That will it. It is. This is a very, very exciting time to be a Mets fan in an off that has been awful. Now, given there is COVID going on, there, you know, I'm sure COVID also is. We've seen COVID already make its rounds with the, you know, with the Phillies struggling to keep Real Muto the Indians potentially having that salary dump with guy with a guy like Lindor you I mean this pandemic has hurt a lot of teams and which pro, which has played into why this offseason's gone slow but this was a big big splash and then the icing on top of the cake just to troll the Yankees fans out there the icing on top of the cake was right when this trade was going down. The Yankees released that they traded for Greg Allen from the San Diego Padres yesterday. They announced it today. And then you read the comments on it and Yankees Twitter is having a fit. They they were having a fit and it was fantastic. It was amazing watching them implode on themselves. Uh but you know cuz if you're a Yankees fan, you're ticked off. Why are, why is DJ LeMahieu not still a New York Yankee? If you're the even Brian Cashman said that their top priority is to keep LeMahieu, why is he still not there? You're the New York Yankees. You're the most historic franchise in professional sports ever. Come on, get it together, Yankees. But watching Yankees fans on Twitter implode was absolutely fantastic. Watching Mets Twitter, how excited they were today. Was fantastic. Lindor has Lindor and Showman's personality are textbook perfect. Along with Bowers, in my opinion, are textbook perfect for New York. Lindor is going to have so much fun playing in New York; it is insane. But but, but we all also know that to get a guy like Lindor, to get a guy like Carrasco, it was going to cost the Mets a little bit. They part way with minor league. Prospects Josh Wolf and Isaiah Green. the The way the Mets were able to pull off this trade, I knew it was going to include prospects and major league talent. However, they were able to do this without giving up Matthew Allen or Brett Beatty. I'm I'm impressed the fact that they they perhaps and um I'm sorry if I pronounce his name wrong. Marcuccio, Randy Marcuccio. I again I probably pronounced that wrong. I apologize. The fact that the Mets were able, their arguably top three overall prospects, they were able to keep the three of them and get Lindor is fantastic. But you knew Major League talent was going to be gone as well. Andre Jimenez has been brought up in a lot of trade rumors in a package for Lindor. And then comes Ahmed Rosario. Ahmed Rosario, a huge fan favorite in New York, the don't-be-surprised-be-ready, former top prospect of the Mets. It was Going to Cleveland was going to be him, J.D. Davis, or Brandon Nimmo. One of those three was going to be going with Jimenez and then some prospects. At least in my eyes, that's the way I saw that trade going down. They were going to ask for a major league guy, one of those three, Jimenez and prospects. Ahmed Rosario was the way to go. I wish the Mets were able to not get rid of Rosario, just because I'm a personal fan favorite of Rosario's. But at the end of the day in the business side of baseball to trade ta- to get talent you're in a trade you're going to have to give up some talent. That's just the way unfortunately that's the way things play out. Ahmed Rosario uh, made his goodbye on Twitter a short while ago. Uh, I will read it for you. Ahmed Rosario said so much going this was on Twitter. So much going through my mind at the moment, but it's time to embrace my new journey. To the New York Mets organization, thank you for taking a chance with a 16-year-old kid from Santo Domingo and giving me the opportunity to do what I love. To all Mets fans, you will always have a place in my heart. New York is truly amazing. I gave you my all each and every day I stepped in Citi Field. Thank you for everything from the bottom of my heart. Over and out, Ahmed. Ahmed Rosario. Always, always be welcome back. If you know a free agency comes and the Mets want to bring him back, or something of that nature, Ahmed Rosario will always be welcome back to Queens with open arms. Along with Jimenez, along with Josh Wolf, along with Isaiah Green. I know Wolf and Green have never stepped foot on City Field for in City Field for a game, but they will always. All four of those guys, especially Ahmed and Jimenez, all four of them will be. Welcome back thoroughly. I believe actually, I could be wrong. I think the Mets have the AL Central issue. No, I don't. I don't know off the top of my head. Do the Mets have the AL Central this year? They were supposed to have the AL West, but then with the shortened season, everything got jumbled around. I don't. I don't know off the top of my head. I'd have to look back at it. They they have the Central or the West this year and then next year they'll have the other one. When Ahmed and Menez, when they both come back with Cleveland when they come to uh city field, they will be they will be getting a standing oh, especially Ahmed. Those two that both will get standing ovations as they so desperately deserve. I cannot wait for the Mets to go to Cleveland to see the reception that Cookie and Lindor get because they also deserve that, you know, Mr. Smile Lindor, being the face of really Cleveland sports for the past how many years, and again Carrasco with one of the greatest comeback stories in sports. It's it was bittersweet for the Mets, for Mets fans, to get rid of a highly highly thought of prospect with Jimenez, who proved very who proved him to be very good, proved himself very well this past year. Ahmed Rosario, who quickly grew to be a fan favorite of everyone. But you know what? At the end of the day, like I said before, to give, you got to get. To get, you have to give. And there is no way the Mets were completing this trade without giving up Rosario, J.D. Davis, or Nimmo. If you gave up J.D. Davis, you're going to be asking Ahmed or Lindor to play third. Unless you have McNeil go over to third, then you're going to be asking Ahmed or Lindor to play second. If you give up Nimmo, then you're going to have overcrowded middle of the infield and then you're going to have you're just going to have more problems trying to find room for guys that should be starting every day. But overall, this was a fantastic fantastic day to be a Mets fan. Holy smokes, I went nuts on social media today. I apologize f- for spamming people. Uh, not really. But wow. I get out of the. I got out of the shower when the trade went down, and I look on my phone. I'm going through Twitter. I see Jeff Passon said something about the Mets. I'm reading it, and it's about Lindor, and the deal's almost done. I literally dropped my phone, and was like, "Oh my word, this is amazing." The Mets get are getting ah uh, ah, uh, excuse me, arguably one of the top players in baseball. One of the most electric players in baseball. One of the most reliable starters in baseball. And to, to be fair, this trade was very beneficial for both sides. Cleveland has great starting pitching depth. You know, you got the Cy Young winner who's a monster with Bieber. You got Tristan McKenzie, Plesak, uh Adam Pluco. They got some good arms in Cleveland Still. And then you got great young pitching staff. You bring in Rosario, who's going to plug in there nicely. Amana uh, is going to plug in nicely. They're going to contribute right away. The Indians are still very much in contention for a wild card. Now that division is between the Indians. It's going to be between the Indians, White Sox, and Twins all year. I would not be surprised if you had three teams coming out of that division in the playoffs. You know, you had a division champ if both teams were wild cards. Cleveland was, Cleveland's still relevant. This isn't them selling, and they're starting from scratch. It may be a slight little tweak, a slight little step back, but they are very much still in contention for a wild card spot. Very much still in contention for a division in twenty twenty one. It's just a matter of what they go on and do from here. Do they keep Brad Hand? Do they go somewhere else for a guy like Archie Bradley? Do they? They're going to rely on that starting pitching. That young starting pitching. So they need to go out and get some offense, maybe get some bullpen help. Because Adam Simber is also gone as well. He went to Miami earlier this offseason. It was actually the first move of Kim Ng's reign in Miami was getting Adam Simber for their bullpen. So Cleveland has got still has some work to do, but don't count out Cleveland. They're still very much in it. They're still very much a competitive team. They are by no means... A selling team or giving up on their window they're still there's to me they're taking a step back they're going to make some fine tweaks and then make another big push you know just doing some fine tunes around the edges without doing a full like a half rebuild almost they're going to sell off some get something else going and then try and build from there overall great trade for both sides i think the mets overall won this trade considering what they're getting and what they need and where they are now. Cleveland also did win this trade. This was this was a lose trade for the Indians based on losing a fan favorite like Lindor, one of the most popular guys in general in baseball. I can only imagine what Cleveland Indians fans are like right now. Someone check on Fuzzy. I'm going to have to go check out his YouTube video on the trade. But this was a great get for the Mets, a great deal for Cleveland overall. And I am super, super stoked for 2021. I for this season. I hope we have a full season. I hope COVID calms down a little bit so we can have fans at games. Because let me tell you, City Field October baseball, Francisco Lindor. Oh man, the energy that man will bring is something else. I am if. I I, the Mets were uh, the first power rankings of 2021 released. The Mets were eighth. Uh, Padres were the biggest jump. They were number two behind LA with their trades for uh, with getting Darvish and Blake Snell. Mets definitely jumped up their top three. I'd say. I definitely think Mets are top three right now in that power rankings. I think if they go get Springer Bauer, they're right there with LA. They are right there with the Dodgers. You cannot tell me otherwise. I'm sorry. But this year is certainly going to be exciting. I could go on and on about it. But that's pretty much it for this episode. Just Francisco Lindor trade. That's all it was today. The offseason has been moving rather slow. Hopefully things start picking up now. Maybe it was that one move to kind of propel everything to get going. Maybe we'll see Bauer sign somewhere soon. We'll see Springer find his home soon. Maybe Liam Hendricks finds a home soon. Lots to still happen, lots of money to be spent, lots of trades to be made, and we're just getting started. So that's going to wrap it up today. Make sure you follow us on social media, on Twitter at RTA underscore pod. Subscribe to us on YouTube and also subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. I'm still figuring out a Google Podcasts. It's uploaded on my phone, but other people, I know I asked them if it was there and it's not there. So I have to go back in there and figure out what's wrong. So Google Podcasts for Samsung and Android users, it's coming. I promise. But make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts and YouTube. Episodes will be uploaded there every time. And thank you for tuning in. We'll see you next time. Francisco Lindor, Carlos Carrasco, welcome to New York. Let's go Mets. Stop till we're legends.